Grace to you and peace in the name of the boundless, boundless, boundless risen one. So on Monday, Thursday, I came in here in the late afternoon to just hang out for a minute after an epic post-bridge collapse trek from the wilds of Buckhead. And I looked up to the resurrection window to the left of the altar, and there were our All Saints resurrection ladies glowing, bathed in the westward sun. Look close and you'll see one has already registered the angel and she is so shocked she tilts backwards. Or as we say in Mississippi, jump back. (laughs) Another one is leaning forward going, huh? And the one I identify with is ambling slow, slow back in the garden. As Felicia Guest says, looking like she's going, do-dee-do-dee-do-dee-do. Because she is just so clueless as to what's right around the bend, the greatest good news of all time, that hate and death do not have the bitter last word, love does. Life does. For Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Now, every story of the resurrection starts with the women. One woman in John, two women in Matthew, the version we read today, three women in Mark, that's our window. And Luke loves women and their stories. And so in his gospel, he has three named and lots more unnamed. So there is kind of a womanly crowd mashup scene at the tomb. There's only one woman who shows up in every single account. Do you know who she is? Mary Magdalene who early on along, uh, early in the centuries got discounted as a shady character with no evidence whatsoever, not a smidge. So maybe the guys telling the stories and writing them down were threatened. So let's give her her real due today. God bless the Magdalene, which is the name of her hometown, by the way, like saying, God bless the Sandy Springian. (laughs) Because she shows up for real at the cross in the tomb. She shows up. As she had showed up for him all along on the good days and the bad days and the worst day and now the best. She shows up because she is Jesus' deep and real friend. That is all we know about her. And wouldn't we love it if that's what people knew about us? 
that we are a real and deep and true friend of love. Amen. (laughs) I think that baby spoke for us because I think we saints yearn to be the friend of love. So maybe Mary Magdalene is the saint for us because, look, we've shown up. Every weekers and twice a yearers and first timers and oldie goldiers, we have shown up because I believe we yearn to be love's true and deep friends. Yes, Sometimes jumping back, and yes, sometimes going, huh? And yes, lots of times clueless, but we are here, ladies and gentlemen, because we yearn to be friends of love, real friends, deep friends. And when you yearn to be love's friend, well, by the grace of Christ, Just in your yearning, you become, you are love's friend. And there is nothing bigger, better than that to become. To be more and more love's deep and true and eternal friend. And to know it. And to know it about the human race. You and I and all them, we are created to be love's eternal friends. I learned that first here with you years ago. And I know it through this year with you ever more deeply, ever more deeply. Now, there are a couple of other things about this Matthew version that make it pure D, all saints. First of all, it is Drama, drama, drama. (laughs) Nobody else, not Mark, not Luke, not John, has the tomb still closed and the angel making a big splashy entrance after the women get there, showing up like angel lightning. And nobody else has the soldiers falling down in a coma from fright. (laughs) Nobody else has the soldiers at all. Nobody else has the earthquake, boom. And nobody else has the angel opening the tomb before the women's eyes. Saints, this is our kind of resurrection. (laughs) Now, all the gospels say the women were terrified. Every one of them says that. But only this one says they had fear and great joy. That's us too. Yes, the fear is here in us, but also the joy. I know some big chickens in this congregation. (laughs) And I'm one of them. But even we chickens yearn to enjoy the world so full of the dearest freshness, deep down things. And on our best days, we are a people who ask, as Gerald Manley Hopkins also puts it, what is all this juice? And all this joy. We are a people who love the beauty 
and juice and joy of this world. And yes, we know the world can be mighty crushing. And when you love a lot of different people all over everywhere like a lot of you do, while your heart is outside your chest all over this fragile earth, our island home. So yes, we fear. And yes, we joy for love by the grace of Christ. Now last, stop and think what happens at the end of this empty tomb, death turned into life day. The angel had said, come and see, and they did. And then the angel says, go and tell. Go and tell the guys, chickens, <laughs> that Jesus will meet them up ahead, which is to say, love will meet you around the bend. And they do go to tell. And this is when the best part happens. Matthew says, on their way to go and tell, even before they get anywhere, love meets them along the way, just in their beginning, the journey to go and tell, and through their yearning, their true and eternal friend meets them along the way. And I believe that can happen this very day, this very week, this Easter tide, this crazy life to you and to me and to them. So be on your way. Go and tell. Death is not the last word. Life is. Love is. And nothing not powers, not principalities, not disease, not old age, not family conflict, not bridges falling down, not addiction, not geopolitics, not ennui, not failure, not success, not anxiety, not being broke, not being rich. Nothing need separate us from the boundless love of God in Christ Jesus who lives eternal friendship with love. That is the boundless promise of this day. Rejoice. Be on your way. You got a friend up ahead. Amen. Amen.